jumped in my campaign. Cool the color of mayonnaise. I'm, I'm drinking hot at the same time. Drinking drink champagne on the airplane. Spit rounds like a gun range. Beat it up like rampage. Haunted bands. Cut your girl now. Your girl need a bandaid. Pray A. A1. Chain the color of Akon. Black diamonds. Backpack rhyming. Cold signing by Lil Vuitton. Horsepower. Horsepower. All this polo on. I got horsepower. Pound this. Cost 4,000. I make a race. One more shower. Rain. Pouring, all my cars is foreign, yo. Good evening, well, it's my evening, but whenever you listen to this, hello. Um, I figured I'd start with some two chains today because uh, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but uh, there was that uh, conversation about who had the best verse on Mercy, and uh, two chains was one of the only artists that I saw who actually like engaged and uh had reposted it was like yeah no respect but i kill all them boys so uh i put it on my instagram trying to see what people are thinking um i mean i'm really i'm really impartial to two chains uh he's um or well, i'm very partial to two chains excuse me he's he's one of my favorite uh definitely my favorite rap artist he's been around for so long has so much experience so much knowledge and then has has continued to like revamp and um it's like reintroduce himself to like new generations still saying great music great flow like very intelligent awesome great stuff mm. but hello my friends um today is april the 11th saturday um and my birthday was actually on april the 9th so two days ago and uh one of the things I'm definitely trying to do, um, I guess, to really put it into context, this is all happening during um, this coronavirus and quarantine and <laughs> all this craziness. So this is like uh, my first quarantine birthday. And uh, so I figured it would be like a good time to, uh, A, be intentional with how I'm using my time and be uh make sure that I'm using the time to explore the creative avenues. Um, and so trying to be more consistent with getting um, little podcasts and those kind of things up is important. And so I'm trying to navigate that space as well. So I figured a little look back on the last year and just me maybe talking about what, you know, this birthday has meant and, and the things that I've learned and what my goals are for the year would be like a good way. And I have, um, if you know me, you know, I write everything down. So I have it. Um, written so I just want to make sure that I don't just start to ramble so this is the um, 28th birthday podcast um yeah welcome to the birthday podcast uh I was looking for my birth certificate so that I could do um redo my little co-star thing so I could really break down what's going on or what they say is going on um but i can't find it so uh but i know that i'm an aries i think i'm an aries and then my rising is a leo and then whatever the other one is an aries i just don't have two aries and a leo on my chart so a lot of personality a lot of passion a lot of uh hard-headedness <laughs> yeah a lot of that yeah um, so this year, 
I mean, in, in the past, in general, I don't, um, I don't usually make a big deal about my birthday. I'm very, very low key about it. Um, growing up, we, I mean, we like my family, uh, we didn't really do a lot in terms of like, um, holidays, like Christmas and that kind of stuff, Easter, like we, you know, uh, at a certain point, it was just something that wasn't, uh, like in the budget. And so then after a while, it kind of just became like part of the culture of the household that you just knew that, um, it, you know, uh, I have friends who were like, have big birthday parties and like get bunches of gifts and it was like a really big thing but you know in the crib it was more like what's up hyper birthday <laughs> love you and it was never that um it's never that I didn't feel loved or I didn't feel like recognized but uh very low-key so you know now in my you know as I got older I just kind of keep it low-key if I see my friends I'm happy um if we can like all hang out I'm, I'm really good um you know I usually don't really ask for anything it's just if to be honest, if I can like be with other people and we can just like laugh and share, that's like the most important thing for me. So, uh, but this year, I really, really wanted to do something. I was in the process of planning a uh, like an amateur comedy night. So I was thinking to myself, like, what would I rather do on my birthday? Like, or what would I want to do? And um, it'd be cool to like, you know, whatever, drink and whatever, smoke, uh, you know, be around friends, but. I really was just like, I really, really want to laugh. Like, if I could bring in my birthday laughing, that would be, you know, a great way to start the new year, you know what I'm saying? So, but now, because of Corona getting, we can't do any of that stuff. Um, so, it was a very low-key day. Um, full disclosure, I did uh, see two friends, and we um, just got pizza, played Uno, um, watched a movie, I watched watch a movie, watched a movie, uh, but not the whole thing. Like, actually, <laughs> like, little chunks of a couple of different movies we couldn't decide. Um, and I talked to my brother on the phone. He gave me some really, really great advice and things. And maybe I'll get into that later. But, uh, you know, lots of messages and calls and those kind of things. And in the past, I am... Um, in my... As a, I'm... As I understand myself more, I'm realizing that I'm very, very, like, um, wary of people and, like, cautious of, um, you know, motives and those kind of things, uh, which is kind of tough because it's a little bit contrary to, I think, the um, intrinsic motivation that I have of just, like, believing that people are great and that's when I love everyone. And um, so, in general, especially around, like, my birthday, it's just weird to, you guys know how it is. People, like, come out the woodwork and, you know or comment on your Facebook and like, you know, you get the most interaction on your social media and like likes and tweets and all this stuff. And um, in the past, I've been like a little bit jaded about it, I think. Uh, but this year, my goal was really, really just to um, be grateful because nobody has to say anything to me. Nobody had to fuck with me at all on my birthday. Um, so, you know, it, this year was, di was a little bit different, I think. Um, because I wanted things to go a certain way and they weren't, um, necessarily going that way. I did feel like a little bit of friction in that, in that sense, but ultimately I, it was a really great day. I, I felt, um, again, I felt very loved. I felt very appreciated. 
uh, the day before. So Wednesday the 8th, I went and just shot some quick photos outside, self-timer, had my own like little kit. I really should have taken pictures and things for the whole thing. I gotta remember these things, guys. Um, but yeah, just like, you know, some like quarantine, sad clown theme photos. Um, and I did get hit with by some of my friends that were like, hey, you just seem like you're a little bit down. We want you to know that, you know, we love you. And uh, I'm like, no, I'm great. No, I'm great. Uh, actually, the fact that you're hitting me is awesome because the theme was like, yeah, quarantine birthday. You know, you can't really be around people. You can't really see anybody. So what would that kind of look like and feel like? Um, so that was like a cool project. Uh, my homeboy, Jason, Jason Dawkins, is um, a creative genius, especially when it comes to like uh, photography, modeling, setting the scene like color all of it like anything that has to do with composition of like a really good photo and like a good photo shoot he understands and so um recently he did like a quarantine series and he um is in north carolina where uh, obviously i used to live that's where i went to college and um he just did this recent quarantine photos like this nude photo shoot out like in the woods like in the wilderness and um, I say nude because like it was an important element of the shoot, but it wasn't like, um, like burlesque or like risque or anything. It was really just like, you know, if a like if a dude just lived in the woods, it was just you know, um, it was the coolest fucking thing. So my goal was like to try to do something, like kind of along that line, just like do it my own way, um, pick an idea, theme, just kind of shoot it. So that was like a really cool thing I did on my birthday this year. Um, and I mean, other than that, it was it was very low key. Um, I did appreciate the recognition again that I got. Uh, had had a great conversation with, with my brother, who um, my brother Billy, who I always have great conversations with. Um, and in case you don't know, I'm the youngest of four, so my um, oldest brother uh, or my older brother Billy um, is one year older than me, and then um, my oldest brother Justin and my sister Chevy are. Um, I believe like seven and eight years maybe respectively maybe more um let's see i'm 28 so maybe like yeah maybe like nine and ten years or like 10 and 11 actually um but anyway youngest got good advice from my brother um i really can't complain guys like it would have been great to be able to do like the show and have people come out and like really make like a big to do um, but the fact that I couldn't was kind of nice, too. It made me really reflect on what I was able to do in the last, like, 365 days um, or 366, right? Because I think it was a leap year or something, or maybe it's 364. However it works, different number of days this year. Um, and, like, last year's time, man, like, I had just um, kind of, like, terminated some really close relationships, friendships. Um, I was, at the time, very hopeful that I would be like getting back together with um, my ex. And uh, at the beginning of the year, last year, she made that clear that that wasn't gonna happen. Um, and, and no static, there's, there's no beef at all there. Um, I just laugh because uh, I, I can remember the way that um, the way that she phrased it to me in the way that she would phrase it to um, make sure that it was clear but that I wasn't like you know hurt by it so that's why I laugh um, 
sometimes people just know you. <laughs> and so they know the way that you need to hear something. Um, but yeah, I had just, uh, again, yeah, terminating relationships and um, financially I was, I, I was going through it. It was, um, this was before I started consistently um, working at Campbell Hall which is a um, uh, an Episcopal school out here in uh, in the Valley. It's in Studio City. And um, one of the best jobs I've ever had in my entire life, comparable to my time at the YMCA, which was, um, and still is, like, my favorite job I've ever done. Um, but that was before, yeah, that was before all of that. that so last year, this time, 2019, um, April, um, I had just transitioned or started transitioning into... Um, eating vegan so like eating clean or like whatever however you want to say it um and so it was it was a time of tremendous shift and like transformation i had tried mushrooms for the first time on my birthday last year um and had a in a like a crazy experience um enlightening and kind of embarrassing and like dramatic and like man so much so and you know and so that continued obviously it wasn't just for april um i started seeing big shifts in my um in like my mindset and then and then in turn in my productivity more around like september october time so um it was it was rough man it was like a rough birthday last year I felt very uh I felt very like I guess after my birthday I felt very like immediately alone and immediately um unsure of what my next step should be unsure of like how well I was doing in general um I had a lot of goals that I just wasn't setting um I wasn't shooting pretty much any content for real talk at the time um Again, the finances weren't there, so I wasn't able to pay my people. We had to have like a really serious heart to heart, and I was like, "Look, this is the deal." Um, I tried to make it work, you know, but it didn't work. So there was just a lot that I felt like was taken from me um, last year on my birthday, and it, yeah. Now that I even think about it, excuse me. Um, really interesting to think about because I hadn't like really like put all of that together in my head yet but um yeah it was it was tough man and and again yeah I'm also like in LA my family's in North Carolina um so it's not like I had like my brother and my mom my sisters you know uh, my sister um my oldest brother Justin lives in Virginia so uh it's yeah damn I didn't even think about how different it really really was last year I wasn't really like um consistent in terms of my like fitness and my regimen of like working out and that kind of stuff too I'd seen like um some little shifts during moments of me being motivated um but again it took some time really for me to like kind of break through all of it and start setting better habits um which is kind of cool too when I look back because I can look back and see little pockets of time where my motivation and my consi- and my consistency was there, you know? Um, and then there were other times where 
I, maybe I was more worried about making the money that month or um, trying not to be depressed um, because I was all alone, you know, <laughs> all these different shifts and things. I can see all those moments now kind of in retrospect. And it's cool because the the downtime um, in between the more productive moments has definitely shrunken uh, in a year, which is which is really nice, you know, um, because I mean, I don't know if anyone and again, mm, let me rephrase. I would find it difficult to believe that anyone at my current level and um, level of investment and experience with these uh, with these different things, for instance, you know, setting myself like a workout regimen and how to make myself uh, or how to encourage myself to be consistent and um, what even like workouts and things I'm interested in or uh, my financial literacy, what things do I need to be learning, what practices can I be putting into into place, and those kind of things. You know, it, it. I don't think that anybody with my level of experience in those things would be able to be one hundred percent consistent. Um, and even you know, Ray Dalio mentions a lot that it takes about eighteen months to put a um, a new habit into like a regular practice to where it's like kind of second nature. So. Uh, I'm really, really consist. Um, excuse me, really, really grateful for those little moments where I was a little bit inconsistent, because I can kind of like I can kind of see the difference in how I felt at those times, and and like what I was able to get done because I kind of had like my engine running, you know. Um, and yeah, I don't think that anybody at my level currently, at least, would be able to be 100% consistent. And so um, I am not as consistent as I would like to be in terms of some of my um, my more proactive habits that I'm trying to set for myself. But I am the most consistent I have been um, in general and across the board. And I also am finding that I allow myself moments of like grace and understanding in terms of that consistency but I still hold myself to the same um level of like responsibility and obligation to at least get the things done that I need to get done so uh, maybe I don't make that nine thirty alarm maybe I'm really up at 11 because um, I need the rest or whatever it may be uh, but I still still gotta go to the gym still gotta read still gotta like do all these things that I put on my schedule you know so um, yeah, I, I wasn't in this headspace last year at 27. And I think, you know, I'm only like two days in to 28. So I think it's going to be really great to see the things I'm able to do with this new mentality and also understanding that I really, really have made a lot of growth over the last year. Um, yeah my brother likes to remind me that it's that when you're making a decision that it takes time and it takes making that decision over and over again over time and so you have to allow yourself the time and the space to 
really, really make the decision and, and to be um, what may seem in the moment as inconsistent, but it's just really you making a decision. So it's like if I decide I want to get up every day and go to the gym or get up every day and go run, you know, there are going to be some days where I'm up and there going to be some days where I'm not up. Um, and until I really, really decide it's okay to have that fluctuation because it should, and I believe that what has been helpful for me is that I have allowed those moments to inform what I'm really, really interested in. So um, sometimes I don't really care so much about being up at 9.30 in the morning. You know, I made the the schedule um, prior to now relative to my work schedule prior to um, <laughs> Corona getting. So, you know, sometimes, yeah, that, that 8.30 to 9.30 just doesn't happen. Um, but I also understand that doesn't mean that everything else can just go out the window, you know. And there was a point where I would allow other things to go out the window. I'm like, oh, I didn't get up on time. So my day's off or like whatever. But there's still so much room for accountability. And that's something I'm learning a lot is, um, you know, the time maybe doesn't matter to me so much in terms of the decision making. But what does matter is that I get up and the first thing I do is, you know, practice some gratitude for the day, for my life, for my experience, drink some water, and then I'm out to go work out, you know. Um, and at first I was, yeah, I was trying to do it every day, but now I'm doing like two to ones, you know, two days on, one day off. And sometimes on an off day, I'll still like get a little workout in because that's what I feel. But through the process of making decisions and of being inconsistent, of not going um, to the gym, for instance, at all, or going to the gym and um, waking up at that time all the time and then finding that somewhere in the middle usually really works for me better. And so I can really plant my flag in that place rather than feeling negatively about existing on the entire spectrum. I say, well, this was it. This what it seems like is the most comfortable space for me right now. And so I got to work from this space and just understanding that this um, maybe waking up a little bit later, but still getting up is now my new baseline. It's not so much about trying to hit it at that early all the time, every time. Now I know this is my new baseline. So it gives me like a new step up to really work from. And then my goal is ultimately to eventually be consistent, waking up between 8.30 and 9.30, working out, meditating, um, having breakfast, and then like, you know, getting into like a schedule of productivity, you know. Um, and that's something I found over the last year. The last six months have been extremely, extremely transformative, especially since I started developing like my financial literacy. I find that it's affected a lot of other aspects of my life, especially my confidence. And as my confidence grows and the rest of it just kind of comes along with it. So, um, yeah, I, it's, it's really like I'm still young, you know, I'm still figuring it out. And um, sometimes we are upset with ourselves for not being the person that we think that we should be and we put a lot of pressure and um, create a lot of angst for ourselves in that way and the place that i'm navigating towards is being who i am and working on finding an approach that works best within that scheme you know because I am who I am you know I have a certain level of motivation 
have a certain level of like interest to have like a certain desire to see people a certain desire to rest a certain desire to learn new things a certain desire to relax like a certain desire to work hard and I think that all those things can be uh, optimized and all those things can, like you know you can increase those areas of your life if you want to be more motivated there are things that you can practice and do to practice that skill of being motivated because again it's really about how many times can you make the right choice over time consistently so you got to be willing to bump your head and make the mistakes because if you don't if you're just like oh man i don't really know and so you only make 10 choices that are maybe in line or would map towards your goal um, this month you only make 10 choices because you're being so cautious if you're you know, your yield and something that Gary Vee talks about, but like if your yield is like 20%, then out of those 10 choices, then you're only going to get like one, right? 20%. Yeah, you get like one. I think my math is weird. 10 choices, your yield is 20%, then you get two. I'm so silly. You get it. You get two. You would only get like two um, positive decisions that would map towards your goal, right? Um, and that's like playing cautiously. But you know, but if you if you put into practice and you put into like your day to day, like your habits, um, ways that or like act activities, actions, um, anything, mantras, reminders that would allow you to make a decision in the right way. Um, for instance, you wanna work on your discipline, then your challenge is, okay, I only set one alarm. When that alarm gets off, I get up, you know? Or like, all right, well, I'm not gonna check my phone for the first hour that I'm awake, just so I can get myself, um, just so I can practice these things. Or like, I'm only going to get one sweet snack at the store this week. And I'm going to make sure that I balance it with fruits and like with vegetables. These are things that you can like add to your to your life, you know, um, consistently reading every day, anything that you're interested in. But just the practice of you setting a goal for yourself and meeting it over and over again. Um, so, again, if your yield is 20 percent, if you're only cautiously making 10 decisions out of the month, then you're going to get really only like two decisions. Right. But if you make 20 choices or like 40 choices you know you'll be able to get um like four to eight you know out of the out of the month of positive actions that map towards your goal um and then the reality is at least i believe as you practice your yield is going to get better because you're going to become more proficient at the skill so i think it would be like exponential you know you get you keep putting yourself in a position you will get better and better until you um, at least achieve a certain level of success until it um, reaches whatever your maximum aptitude may be. And we all know what that is, which is pretty cool. So um, that's something I definitely learned over the last year was that it is important to identify the areas in my life that I want to see growth and identify what I actually want to see grow, you know? So, um, when I was learning about financial literacy, I wasn't so much interested in making more money, and now I am, you know, now that I'm kind of into it. 
but I was really more interested in just feeling better about how I felt about the money, how I felt about my relationship to money. And um, and what I, I guess didn't know at the time, but what that really took was me making better actions that I felt better about. And so the relationship between me and money has gotten better. Um, and so I just knew that, so like the sub, or like the main category was okay well something's up with the money thing and I knew I wanted to grow there but how did I want to grow there I wanted to grow in terms of how I felt about it and so for me I was like well that means I need to learn more about it so I can understand what is giving me the anxiety about the money um, and that also meant that I had to unattach myself from some um, agreements that I had and understanding that I'm um, at least up to this point a product of the decisions that I made as well as the examples that I had modeled for me so um, my parents I mean they did the, their best by us and um, we never really had to want for much um, in terms of like what we needed to have you know food water clothes a roof over our head like it, that was never really a concern um, but my parents didn't necessarily have a a strong foundation for financial literacy and not anything they could really pass down to us. So um, it was important for me to feel differently about it. And so once I started feeling differently about it and like unattach myself from certain things, you know, really started looking at the big picture, um, I was able to kind of shift and say, okay, now I'm feeling better about it. So I want to be better at this. And so um, that also means I had to remap some of my actions and some of the, some of the actions that were present um, at the, you know, when my goal was to feel better about it, still still exists, I still do um, sometimes like my money mantra meditations or just do like affirmations. I changed my um, phone password to um, like a money related thing. Like I was about to give my phone password. I guess you could have it, whatever. I don't got no secrets. Um, but yeah, it's like a money related idea, you know, and so that every time I'm interacting now. I'm really getting into it. I pinned it on my Twitter. And I'm like a money magnet. It's like... It, it's it's just important to give yourself as many options and as many approaches to the problem as you can. Um, really identify what the actual issue is and then just, you know, go at it. So, um, and yeah, I did great in the last 365. You know, I um, got myself out of quite a bit of credit card debt, started um, saving in a successful way, also started investing in a successful way, um, was able to make some like aesthetic changes for like my living space, um, also bought a lot of books over the last little bit and a bookshelf, um, which I get to look at every day. And that means a lot to me, you know, it's like over the last year, I'm really building the um, environment and identifying the tools that the person that I really know that I am and that I want to be would need to use to be successful and now I'm practicing with those tools in the last like like I said about six months have been really successful for that practice so this year like um, or like my 2020 but I guess just like for my 28th year um, my goals are to uh, get a credit score of 750 or more to have some um, money invested in real estate um, 
whether that's like in like a flip or like a timeshare or like um, a rental property, which would be like the best um, franchise, corporation, anything. I don't know. I haven't really figured that out yet, um, but I'm on my way. Um, I started learning tennis, but obviously Corona get in, but I'm going to get back into it. Uh, martial arts classes, lots more travel. Um, I want to take at least one international trip. Two domestic trips in addition would be amazing. Um, I just started like really pushing um, my consulting, like my brand, my business. So I uh, just got the LLC for it. The next step would be like a website and um, start to get like, you know, figure out like what my actual service is, how to um, market the product, which I have been doing. It's just I have to now do it in a more pro- like a professional and consistent way. So those are like kind of like my big goals to see some money from consulting. Um, uh, also, I'm starting some other like small businesses. Really, I just want to get this bag um, so that I can make it start working for me. I'm 28, and if I can make some smart investments now, then in 10 years, 12 years, when I'm 40, uh, it would be great to have to have had something working, um, a nice like principal amount working over like 12 years, uh, to where I could really be seeing some money and some returns from it. Uh, so I really just I have to continue to educate myself and um, and learn about the different. Different aspects of the thing. Um, my biggest issue, or not biggest issue, but my biggest fright right now, which is kind of my motivation, um, is kind of still like some of that. I feel like I should be doing more, and like I see other people kind of doing more sometimes, um, but I'm I'm really working to move out of that place. I want to leave that behind in April. To be honest, that whole mentality of thinking I should be doing. Um, and since I'm moving from that place, um, I'm finding that it's easier for me to set some, some real like lofty goals for myself. Um, you know, I set my monthly goals and then I track those to my weekly goals. And then on my like daily calendar, I write tasks for myself each day. So, uh, for instance, recording one podcast entry was, uh, or one podcast, whatever was on my list for today. So. Um, because I want to start having some consistent content, it just means I need to hold myself to a certain standard to be consistent. And I also understand that everyone starts somewhere. Um, if I can tell you any piece of advice, it's that, it's that everyone starts somewhere. And so every piece of work doesn't have to be your best work. Um, and Jay-Z said, you only have to be right once. And so that really applies to like your life. You know, you only have to hit it big one time. You can have one big hit record, one big piece of art, one nice awesome video one great photo shoot and then that will open the door and can like stamp you to be able to work for the rest of your life but if you don't get anything out then you'll never have it you know again it's a numbers game it is about you practicing over and over and over again and consistently giving yourself the opportunity to make the right decisions that the person that you want to be and the person that you know that you are would make and therefore is making at that time. And it seems kind of like weird, I guess, maybe like the tense um, in the way I'm breaking it down. But I think we all project this idea of this person that we want to be or like that we know that we are. And those things, if they're close, then that's great. And that means you, just, you know what direction you have to go. 
you know, um, but that person really exists in the moment and it, that person exists right now. It's like, it's actually you right now. Um, but you can just imagine yourself in a more polished form. Um, but the reality is there's so much more that we don't know out in the world than we do. So in order to get to that polished form, you just have to begin to educate yourself about a thing that you are interested in. Um, both for the technical knowledge and for the ability to um, market the proficiency to be able to say, actually do this thing. But then also to, on like a, a more personal level, to be able to understand something means you can create a better mental picture in your head of that thing and of you interacting with that thing or owning that thing or being a part of that thing. And therefore you can set better, um, you can set like better manifestations and you can set better intentions if you can really, really hold that thing in your brain. And sometimes we, we have a hard time getting to that next step because it's hard for us to create that image in our brain. And unless we can see it, it's tough to do it. Um, there are some magical people in the world who are able just to get into it. But a lot of a lot of us need to be able to at least see it in our head and feel it in order to work. So uh, my encouragement is, and if I learned anything over the last year, um, thank you, house party. Um, my encouragement is, um, A, to give yourself a lot of grace, and a lot of patience, and a lot of um, understanding. B, to find those find those areas where you're not strong and identify what it is about that area that you really need to grow in. Um, see, educate yourself about that area. Um, there's books, you can get online courses, you can watch YouTube, there are podcasts, seminars, you can go to actual in-person courses, like so many options out there, guys, about whatever you want to do. If you want to be, um, if you want to learn how to flambe, I promise you, you can learn how to flambe. Like, it's so out there you could be the best you know what i'm saying um and then the last step of it all is to um including all those things so including the grace um including the understanding of where you're at and including the information then you create a plan um and like a in a you know like a daily schedule or whatever um amount of consistency works better for you um, and obviously people have different goals so maybe people maybe you just only want to be able to flambe three days out the week because you're very busy that's fine you know um but whatever your level of consistency is like whatever your goal is then you take all that information you take all that grace you take all of that um that understanding of what the direction is and then you map your actions towards that thing so if you know we'll just continue with the flambe ex example you might have to research flambe you may have to understand the history of flambe and what the different um, what different alcohols do to the, you know, to the fire and how you can flip it. And you have to watch YouTube videos and you might have to actually invest your money into a pan that can flambe and, and the things that can actually do it, you know, and then you got to practice. And um, and so everything kind of comes with a level of investment and uh, and therefore risk because it will involve your time. But if you understand what you're doing and why you're mapping it, then it's not it's not that risky because there's an understanding of what the um, intended outcome is. And so you will at least get close to that outcome where you get more information that'll get you towards that outcome. Um, so I don't have it all yet, but I'm getting there and I feel like this is the closest I've been. And I'm just so grateful 
at 28 now, be able to look back and say, damn, everything that happened last year is really worth it. Um, and I am happy that I chose to work at the consistency and not to beat myself up so much when I wasn't because of those down times I'm looking back and I realized I needed them. I needed not to be thinking about so much other than how did I feel and tapping in with myself and creating this better understanding of like the person that I am and the person that I want to be. Um, so before I sign out, cause I'm pretty happy with, um, this recording, I need to practice more recordings definitely so I can feel more comfortable in front of the microphone but um, I'm happy with this so I just want to shout out um, and say just thank you to my family uh, my brother my sister my brother my mom um, my dad I know you're out there you're probably sending um, <laughs> good vibes I hope uh, just want to say thank you for the support over the last year especially Billy um, for just having my back, for keeping me up, for encouraging me, and for also um, taking the dive into some of my areas of interest to show me. Um, just kind of like to take take the journey with me. I, I, find, I find a lot of value in that, and I really appreciate that. So um, also want to thank um, all of my friends. You know, I, um, I'm kind of like a turtle, keeping my like shell. And I'm very, like, cautious with people, but uh, take my time. <laughs> but I really I really care. I really love um, the people who choose to spend their time with me and choose to support me and encourage me. And there's so many people. Um, I don't want to list anybody and feel like I missed anyone. But you know who you are. Um, and I just appreciate all the support, always. I'm grateful for... Um, different jobs and different ways to make money this year. I'm grateful for learning to like invest because now I'm in a position where um, I do have like a little bit of like a little bit of uh, egg on the side and my intention is not to really mess with it so it can continue to grow and to continue to work for me. So I'm blessed. Um, and then I want to just give a really, really special shout out to Jan Weiss, who is my uh, supervisor in childcare department at Campbell Hall. Um, Jan is probably the most sincere person that I've met in a long time. Um, and I've had like a lot of supervisors or managers or people I've worked under, um, shout out to Brian Burns, um, shout out to like Pat Falcon, shout out to Damien, um, Kim Westbrook, like these are people who I've had like really good, um, really, really good experiences with. Uh, and Jan Weiss, you make the list because you just care so deeply about how we as like a staff are feeling. And I think you understand that how we're feeling really is going to affect everything else because we're the child care department. So we see the kids um, when they're their most relaxed and when they're like their most open and and our affect is going to affect them in the classroom and in after school activities and in their lives, obviously. So, um, Jan, I hope you're not mad, <laughs> but there was a time last year I didn't have any money. And, um, one day I just couldn't get to work. Um, I, uh, 
didn't have enough money for the bus, didn't have any money in my account for like an Uber, and I was going to like skateboard in, but then I was just like, the anxiety of all of it and me feeling like, and I hadn't skate, I hadn't started skating, skateboarding to work yet, so it was like, I just couldn't make it in. Um, I had like a really bad anxiety moment, so I had to tell Jan and talk to her about it, and um, we won't talk about the details, but Jan just was like, well, if there's anything I can do to help you, you let me know. And then she just gave me a card with some money in it and was like, I don't necessarily need this back. I'm not looking for it back. I just know that, like, if I can help, I will. Um, and I was able, you know, to pay her back and we were able to, like, you know, really have a moment. But um, there was a lot of there were a lot of people last year that kept me up. But Jan Weiss, as I was going through a lot and as I was transitioning and, and figuring out where I was at and how I felt about things just reminded me like so often to just show myself grace and um, reminded me of how hard I actually work and the things that I'm actually doing reminds me <laughs> all the time how many different jobs I have and um, how important it is for me to get rest and um, being so far away from my family and uh, not having like my mom close. Um, Jan, you really, you touched me in this last year. Um, and yeah, 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 I even wrote your name down on my list separate, so <laughs> it means it's real. Um, yeah, so 28, I'm going to make this year um, my best one yet. I'm going to make sure that all the energy that I received, all the love that I received, um, both this week and in the last year, um, and support does not go to waste. I'm going to channel that into being more productive, um, really into, into multiplying that and then sending that back out. Um, to support other people and to be in the universe and uh, I am extremely optimistic that I'm going to be able to reach my goals this year uh, I'm just going to keep working until I get there I'm like four months in the year I'm on my fourth month and I'm already on the way so um, I don't have any complaints there's a lot that I want to see for myself I know that, that either I know that requires me to identify if that's something I really want and if I really want it I just got to go get it so there's no reason to complain. There's no reason to like worry because it's out there for me. And it's just about understanding what it is and uh, holding it in my mind. And um, and then it'll come in the way it's supposed to come. So uh, if you made it to the end of this podcast, I appreciate you. You are awesome and amazing. Um, I haven't named the podcast yet. I should have like a little sign off. And like a little like, you know, samples and stuff. I, w- I want to get really good. I want to be like, um, I really like Mindset by Design. I like Expeditiously. Obviously, the Gary Vee podcast, um, TED podcast, NPR. And they're also like well composed. So that's something I'm going to be focusing on is getting the composure, uh, excuse me, the composition all together and um, making it like a professional. But for now, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're interested in seeing my stuff um you can follow me on instagram and on twitter at underscore just car j-u-s-t-c-a-r-r just car um you can also follow real talk television at real talk r-e-a-l-t-a-l-k television um on instagram that is an entertainment platform that i'm building and growing um and i'll have some more stuff that you can follow later um and reach out to me, let me know uh, how you feel about stuff, 
I'm going to try to make like a whole profile and things so we can really interact. And if there are things that you would like to hear me talk about, reach out to me, let me know. So thank you for listening to this edition of the podcast, um, 28th birthday podcast, my old man now. And um, we'll be touching back base, touching base again, touching back base again, whatever. We'll talk again soon and I'll let you know what else I'm up to. Signing out.